Sunday morning, I'm in the parking lot and people are coming in to park at the church and a a young lady, she gets out of a car and I see her coming up towards the building and we kind of make eye contact and then all of a sudden her arm flies out and she shouts, you! And and I'm looking around like, you who? You know, who who are you talking to? Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church. And joining me today, Ken Mott, our outreach pastor here at Journey. And we're going to talk about servant evangelism. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing for 20 years here, Pastor Ken, when you first came on staff, you came on as our evangelism pastor, outreach pastor. So it's been, what year was that? You remember? Uh, 2000. 2000. Yeah. We've been together for 22 years. It's a long time. Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> Seems like yesterday, man. Yeah. 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 You started your ministry in Baton Rouge, though, right? When you first got out of Bible school, or right. you were still yeah. in? No, yeah, no, we got out. Yeah. We, yeah. It came down to Baton Rouge. Did you come Rouge. down here to go to Bible school or to finish with. Uh, to a, yeah, it was a different training. Yeah. yeah it's kind of yeah. just to do so inner city. So first you ministry. went to uh, North Central. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And y- you were there for what, four years? About honest? five, yeah. yeah. The... You got a four year degree in five years? That's my <laughs> right. kind of education. But... <laughs> yeah. 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 So then we came down here to do inner city ministry. Um, and. Uh, and was in Baton Rouge for 18 months, and then we moved to New Orleans. So you were on a church planning team yeah, in Baton Rouge in the inner right. city. Man, that's yeah. that's cutting-edge ministry, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. We, we enjoyed it. Did y'all start from scratch with nobody and just... Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, well, we, we helped another gentleman that was yeah. also planning a church there. Yeah. And so we were part of his kind of team doing that together. And like I said, we were there for 18 months, and then um, we all moved to New Orleans. Yeah. And it was there that Connie and I... Um, we left that specific ministry, and then we went to another church that yeah. was already established that was right there in the, in, city. In the heart of the Ninth Ward. Yeah. 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 yeah, so you went to Baton Rouge first for a year and a half, planted a church, and then moved into the Ninth Ward. Yeah, and we yeah. were there for eight years. Wow, yeah. eight years. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. How many of your kids were born in Louisiana? Just just one. Just, just Jeremiah. One. So yeah. they're all born in Minnesota? Three. Yeah, the first three in Minnesota. Yeah. So you're then, from Michigan. Right. Yep. You and yep. Connie both. Yeah. Went to school in... Minnesota, right, had five. three of your kids, yeah. moved down here. Man, there's nothing like going to Bible college, having kids, and a full-time <laughs> job. Can you make yeah. your life any more complicated? Yeah. That's why we're on the five-year plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because yeah. you, you work full, <laughs> sorry, you work full-time right, yeah. while you're going to school. Yeah, yeah always. What did you do in Minnesota? A- anything I could. Yeah. Everything. From, yeah. 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 Part-time stuff in the summer. Yeah, usually held two jobs in the summer and whatever. Isn't it crazy how much energy you have when you're 20 yeah, years yeah, old? Yeah, you can't do that now. When you're 20, man, like, yeah, I can work. I go to school all day. I'll work all night. I'll have some yeah. kids. Sleep, never I'll build sleep. a family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who needs to sleep, man? Right. Yeah, yeah, so you were there as a senior, and you got recruited to come to Baton Rouge, right. which – I know that was your life's goal to come to Louisiana, right? Never. <laughs> of all the states I ever thought I might be in, Louisiana was probably not even on the thought God list. God has a yeah, sense of humor, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we love it here. You know, yeah. we've been here now, uh, let's see, 32 years. Wow. So, yeah. Longer than you were there. Oh, yeah. yeah much longer than yeah. I was ever in Michigan or home, Louisiana. Man. Are your kids Minnesota. Louisiana kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you, you came down here. You were recruited by uh, SUM to come down right. when the school was first starting. You guys did a church plant. Then you went to New Orleans eight years. And that's where you and I crossed paths. Um, I think we were just starting Journey in 96. And yeah. you were still in uh, in the Ninth Ward, right? Right. We were in the Ninth Ward. And I was. Um, that was a really small ministry. Um, the pastor worked a job. The, the ministry couldn't really support a full-time pastor. And right. so he worked a, a, a full-time job. I worked a full-time job. And, you know, are you trying to get into full-time ministry? Yeah. And I remember just 
talking to God one day and saying, okay, when's this going to happen? Yeah. How much longer? You know, you're yeah. in your 30s now, and it's like, how much longer are we going to yeah. uh, be doing? For, you know, and you're willing to do anything, but yeah. you still, you know, the goal is, hey, if, you know, if the, you know, if we can do ministry and it actually support us, that would be a whole lot easier than uh, you know, working a full-time job and then do ministry kind of yeah. as uh, your side thing. So anyway, I just remember asking God, and God said, well, then when are you going to quit your job? And it was like... Never even thought about that. Whoa! And so uh, I told I told Connie. I said we got to leave. It's God said it's time to go. And so uh, I told her go ahead and look for a church in. Uh, so we were still in New Orleans at the right. time, and I, right. and we were living actually here in Slidell. And I and I told Connie I said find a church in Slidell that appeals to you and the kids. I said yeah. and you know I'll while we're doing resumes or whatever we'll just attend that church. Yeah. And uh, she had heard about you. Yeah. Uh, and so this would have been. Uh, I want to say late 98, maybe 99, Yeah, because um, I think we first started attending in 99. Right. And so the church was, yeah, like two, three years old. Yeah. And, uh, I yeah. think Connie read the article, uh, the local paper, the Century News. Yeah, she did. Did an article about Journey. At right. that time, it was called Harvest, and they did a big write-up. because It's a local paper. There's not a lot of news going on, you right. know. Right. A church, and let's, let's put that on the front page. And that's how Connie heard about us, and then y'all came to visit. Yeah. And we just moved into a new location on Pontchartrain. Right, like just a few weeks before y'all came. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, that was yeah. great. I, I got to miss that build out. Yeah, man, all the other ones I've been a part You've of. You've done but... all the rest of it yourself. <laughs> like, I've been waiting for you, man. We got some build yeah. outs to do. Yeah. yeah, we did that build out in '98. Yeah. And we moved in in '99. That's when y'all y'all showed up. Yeah, journey. Yeah. I think journey. It was a little over a couple hundred, maybe two hundred fifty. people. Yeah, about so it was, you were, yeah, yeah, young and growing, and right. you know, a lot of things, a lot of fun going on. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And so we just kind of came in, and one thing kind of led to another. Yeah, Connie yeah. actually came on staff uh, as a volunteer with Rachel first. Right. Yeah. So her and Rachel were, were, became really good friends from the day one, and then uh, we liked Connie so much, we said, "Hey, what's your husband do?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you got a job is because of Connie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Connie yeah. kind of got the whole family there. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's when uh, you know, we got to hang out with y'all, and you told us that you'd been in our central, you planted churches, and man, I said, man, we need you, bro. Uh, and you were working at that time; you were managing. Uh, yeah, a U-Haul. A U-Haul, U-Haul right? Facility. Not yeah. McDonald's. You were U-Haul by then. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. U-Haul. So I said, hey, you want to work for me? You said, I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't too excited about it. We should. I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you when you you know you're kind of open to anything that God has for you. But I really yeah. because we had worked inner city, yeah, uh, a little bit in Minnesota, and then uh, of course eight years in Louisiana. That's you know that's ten years of doing a specific type of ministry. Yeah. And so then coming to a little bit more of a suburban environment. Yeah. I, I just didn't know if that was going to be our fit. Right. But you know, again, God changes things and leads us yeah. and guides us and and uh, one yeah. thing. You and I lived a very similar life on different tracks, but we were parallel the whole time because I went to Bible college, I got out of Bible college, and went to work and did right. ministry for, for free. Right. You know, and I did that for 10 years, you know, yeah. just like you did. You know, it's, it's kind of odd that some of my friends went to Bible college, and when they were seniors, they got offered the best plum job in town, right. you know, and I got offered the <laughs> housekeeping job in town, you know, for 10 years. But hey, yeah. I took it, man. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it takes to get in the ministry, I, I, still, I said, Lord, I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. You know. So people yeah. would ask me if I was in the ministry. I was. I always said yes, yeah. but I, I work on the side so I can support my ministry habit because that's kind of what it was. Well, you know, true, it was right? kinda, you know your heart was in, you were in ministry, that's, that's where your heart was, but uh, but yeah, you you know, four kids, you have to survive. I know, you know, right? You have to, you know, there's a re- huge responsibility. Yeah, you have to I want to go to school and they want to eat yeah. every day. Every they day shoes. they want to eat. Yeah. 
and you want a house. Mama wants a house, man. It's just Close. like yeah. everything goes, but uh, but you know you're called, right? And you just can't shake it, man. Exactly. You just yeah. can't shake it. So when it, when you came on, I said, "Hey, man, what we really need is somebody to help us be uh, to lead our evangelism at our church." And you said, "That's right up my alley. I'll do it." So you started out as our evangelism pastor, and for the last 22 years, you probably have done every role. At Journey, huh? Yeah, yeah. One time Everything but music. I'm yeah, not, yeah. yeah well, you don't want me to sing. Hey, God, you <laughs> and I were never caught on to do music. Yeah. Right. yeah. I was talking to Kate this morning about it. I said, you know, some people aren't gifted to sing. Right. And yeah. I'm one of them. Exactly. <laughs> I should never yeah. be on the stage. I always feel bad for the people that are around me. It's like, know, you know, you like, might not want to sit here because yeah. I'm about to sing. You're it's in a like, bad place, yeah. man. You may be able to move yeah. over a couple of rows. Yeah, because I sing with all my heart, even though I can't carry a tune. Right. Well, but you've done almost every, I know you've done children's ministry because you started out doing junior highs as a volunteer, then you did you was youth pastor for a while you yep. did evangelism you are executive pastor you you've preached on sunday you led the wednesday night experience and outreaches and evangelism and um, mission trips so you know you've been a partner you know with me for 22 years in fact you you and connie helped help build the church as much as rachel and i did uh but i think your greatest gift that you have is uh evangelism that, that you're calling and your anointing uh, and we've done it in several different ways. So right now, as the outreach pastor, you uh, you're in charge of our big events, right. which you've done that uh, recently. We had a crawfish boil. We boiled how many pounds of crawfish did we boil? Yeah, was it a thousand pounds? A thousand yeah. pounds of crawfish, right. and we had a, a park full of people. So you you led that big event, and you also uh, coordinate our disaster response. You know, mm-hmm. if a hurricane or whatever that we had to face here you lead that response to that and we did that last year uh, yeah. what hurricane came last year i forgot was it ida ida yeah ida came last year so we didn't take a direct hit right or yeah. maybe a, a a glancing blow but it's bad enough there were people oh definitely yeah yeah we spent a couple affected. yeah spent a couple of months uh tarping roofs and you know yeah. cleaning cleaning the uh, right. yards and just you know helping wherever we could cut and then trees you turned down. our warehouse thanks to convoy of hope yep they look they filled our warehouse with food and water and diapers and everything right. and then we turned that into a supply line that went on for, for weeks huh right how yeah, did yeah. that happen That's, yeah I, yeah you know they lost, all kind of blend together we've been doing this for so long but yeah at least at least a few weeks yeah yeah, yeah. so Ida wasn't a Katrina in the scope of, right. you know, but it was still a month or two worth of, like you said, blue, blue tarps and release supplies. Uh, so you, you're our, um, coordinate disaster response, but not just here. Sometimes we go all the way as far as Florida. I know you took a team yeah. to Florida a couple yeah, of years A couple ago. times, yeah. We went yeah. over to Panama City when that one right. hit. And, right. Yeah. Been down to Homa. Oh, yeah. That's we, we right. took a group to Lake Charles. Baton Rouge. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, we, it's right. We've been all yeah. across the south, all across the Gulf South, you know, right. doing disaster relief. Primarily, we got our teeth cut, though, at Katrina. <laughs> right, yeah. Dude, what a baptism by fire, huh? Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so when we, we all evacuated, and then you and I kind of met up at my brother's up in Tennessee. Yeah, we all lived and, together for a week. Yeah, right. yeah we, and we were back, but we were back within, what, yeah. eight, nine days after the storm. Uh, yeah, So soon, yeah, soon. Before they let most of the public in. So we got in before they started blocking the highways and saying, yeah. look, the area just can't support you all. And yeah. so we got in. Um, representative from Convoy, and you know the story better than I do, but the yeah. representative of Convoy contacted right. you and said, hey, would you be willing to use, yeah. could we use maybe your facility and just yeah. bring in truckloads of stuff? Yeah. And that really was our, like Man. you said, our baptism by fire, what but a, we learned so much. What a great connection. That was just yeah. one of those phone calls that by chance, I know it was divine, I know it was right. the Lord, but really it was just by chance, right. you know, with the divine 
directing it. So, we, you know, they called me and we started talking and I said, I said, yeah, we'll host y'all. And I told them how bad it was. And they said, that's exactly what we're looking for. Right. And they began to roll in truckloads. Yeah. I mean, semi after semi. Yeah. Yeah. How Ice many, and, how many man, truckloads did they unload? I don't even remember. We I lost was, count. Every day there was three or four and yeah. we did that for a solid month. Right. So there I mean, was, it, yeah, it looked like a Walmart distribution center did. in our parking lot, just yeah. aisle after aisle. Yeah. Of, and they were stacked stuff. up. You know, yeah. Yeah. Eight feet, 10 feet high. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was, it was amazing. It was pretty amazing. It, it was, was. Yeah. right, and you coordinated that whole outreach. One, one day, I was out on the line with y'all, and I, I stood there and counted that day. Over two thousand cars went through the line that day because convoy wanted me to tell them how many, how many cars went through. Yeah, I counted two thousand cars yeah. in one day. Yeah, the mayor actually a, commended us for because yeah. uh, we did more. You know, it, 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 and that's it's not bragging; it's just we were available yeah. and God used the, the opportunity. Yeah. We did more than the Corps did. Then yeah. the army, you know, they came in and brought their MREs. Right, but we were giving away far more stuff than you yeah. know those MREs. We the ice, the diapers, just the you know tarps, just anything and everything. Yeah. Food every day, people would yeah. come in for canned goods and food and meat and just yeah. everything. And yeah, right. it was just an amazing. Well, we were in a adventure. good place because our church was blown away. Yeah, and we didn't have jobs. So, right. <laughs> what else are we gonna do there? Right. Yeah, I remember we met at somebody's house. I think we met at your kitchen table, yeah. and there was a hole in your roof that day. Right. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. said, "Hey, what are we gonna do?" And he said, "Well, let's just turn it into ministry, man. Let's just let's just go to work." And we did. We right. said, "Let's just go out there and just help people." So we were all, you know, hurting ourselves, right. you know, but we just turned our misery into ministry and uh, turned it to be, a, you know, a, a great learning experience for us, yeah. man, to yeah. really learn how to respond. Right, but also yeah. I think it was a faith building experience too, because oh, totally, uh, you know it was you, you tear up because you, you remember so many people that were that were leaving that were I like we're, we're not coming back. There's just no reason. There's nothing to rebuild, and I you know, know you said your goodbyes in a line. I know. Uh, you know on a whatever day of the week, and it was just like yeah, we'll never see it. You know, and it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, what is it? It was 2005. Yeah. So what are we? 15, 18 years later. Yeah. Um, right. You know, you look back, it's all hindsight. It was like, oh, you know, yeah. uh, what, you know, we got through it. But at the moment, you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. You know, that disaster of that magnitude hadn't struck the right. country in, you Ever. know, uh, just years and years. They say a hundred-year storm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so um, people not knowing. And, you know, even today, you know, New Orleans is nowhere near as no. big as it was uh, in 2005. And probably never will be again. Probably, yeah, probably. Just because of the yeah. way, you know, the city yeah. flooded. And they know there's no way to, to you know, those levees are going to give next time again. Right. Yeah. So people are like, I don't want to live there anymore. Right. And it, that's probably what's the hardest part, because the Sunday before Katrina, we had about 1,300 people at right. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Sunday, I mean, we had three services. It was, you know, everything was, I mean, it was just going great for us. And then the next weekend, that Monday is when Katrina came through right. and just took everything. Yeah. It was yeah. all gone. I mean, literally, one day we're at the top of the world. The next day we're standing in six feet of mud. Yeah. And then we then we were, we were gone for that one Sunday. Yeah. And then we were back for the next one. Right. And so we decided to... Right. When they let us in, we had yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we yeah. set up, yeah. we, we hosed off the chairs, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we found, uh, a, we found a hose in the yeah, debris. I think we found a few tents that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that we we salvaged out that yeah. we had used for different outreaches. Right, and right. we set them up. And yeah, we had church. How many people we had? That 50. Day? Yeah. It was yeah, a real yeah. small... Yeah. It so, it was a handful. Yeah, you go from the mountaintop to I the valley. Know, in, yeah, we were really having three quick. services and booming, and next yeah. Sunday we were in the parking yeah, lot. The water line in the building around five feet oh, tall. That's right. Five feet high. Everything. Yeah. Remember yeah. that Sunday, um, Mr. Paul, who's going to be with the Lord now, got up and sang. You know, he sang, uh, what was that song? you remember what he oh, sang man. that day? Um, um, count your blessings. Count, yeah, count your blessings. Oh, yeah. man. All yeah. 50 of us were crying, man. Yeah. Like It was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. M- memories, man. Yeah, and at that time we really didn't know how we were going to rebuild. Right. I mean, we sat there 
knowing that we were facing the impossible, you know, everybody who's smart is leaving. And that's what you just said. You know, so many of our church families that were core leaders just bugged out. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to live here. And I get it. You know, they get, they got jobs and businesses and yeah. children. Safety of their families. Yeah. Just all those things. And yeah. honestly, I asked God to let me leave too. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> we all did. Like, oh my gosh. Hey Lord, are you done with me yeah. here? Because you know, I can, yeah, exactly. I can jet on down, you know, and the Lord yeah. said, I didn't say you could go. Right. Yeah. You, you so, still called. Yeah. Go to work. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, man. Right. Yeah. Twenty uh, what, sixteen years later we're yeah. We're so still yeah, so that so that was our yeah, so we had to rebuild from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we say that journey's been you know, we've had to rebuild journey a few times yeah. over the last so. We have built it and rebuilt so, it. Remember so. the story you told at the Harbor Center about the uh about the ants making the ant yeah. pile? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a guy kicking it over. Right. But the ant always goes back to work. Yeah, no, exactly. They immediately get and back to work. The ant yeah. say, I see you standing right there. I I, yeah. I, I knew you kicking this thing over, but yeah. I'm building anyway, boy. Yeah. So we were like ants, man. We were rebuilding, you right. know, yeah. starting all over. That's again. what you do. You know, there's still people to minister, still people to uh, that need Jesus, still yeah, people that always. need to hear God, that God always. loves them. And so that's what always. we do. You just get back yeah, to work. Yeah, I, I think what, what I learned, so many things that we learned, but one thing that just stuck with me is that, you know, while we're busy rescuing other people, God's busy rescuing us. Right. Yeah. And, man, we found that out so often you know as we were you know we were homeless for about 30 33 months yeah oh yeah yeah we moved a, i mean you yeah. led that outfit because yeah, well, you, yeah we, we you just were kept, the portable pastor uh yeah the leader man and you had a team every sunday morning for three years ken yeah yeah three so, years you guys unloaded yeah we were in little other churches would allow us in yeah. to their building at different yeah. times and then we um, we rented a few facilities that yeah. we could find that would give us uh, you know and then we kind of set up house at the harbor center yeah we thought like a, two or three like, times a month yeah when they didn't have an event we would use right. their building right but that but, was you know as we'd get there around five right. <clears throat> it'd take us three hours to set everything up Right. You know, have service or you know rehearse uh, for the music. Get the, get it all ready, and then have service. Tear it all down. Tear it all back down. Put it all back in the box. That was quite an adventure. Not for a week, <laughs> three years. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was like, uh, yeah, it was quite the challenge. But man, what great memories, huh? Oh yeah. What yeah, great definitely. stories. Maybe one day on the other side, when we're in heaven, we look back. Remember those years we were setting up that church. Again, we are a lot younger. Yeah. <laughs> if it happened today, we'd have to get our sons to help us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if we can make it, bro. Yeah. It was like, it, it was special. So uh, anyway, so you've done uh, uh, big events. You've done uh, disaster reliefs. And now you're directing our go trips, which are our short-term outreaches to the nations uh, that we've been doing now for 20-some years. And we're uh, still committed to short-term trips. And you're about to go on a short-term trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully here. about what a go trip is and what you're doing. Yeah, so the go trips are obviously there are short term missions projects that we do, and we and we do those um, some of them uh, within the, the you know the, the our country within our walls right. here in America, and then right. a lot of them are outside you know foreign yeah. trips, maybe you know eight, ten, twelve days, right. sometimes two weeks. Um, but we've been doing those for wow, just about since yeah, I think I remember I took my first trip. Uh, overseas mm-hmm. uh, here at Journey, and I think that was 2001 yeah. uh, or 2000. 2001, we went to Nicaragua. Yeah. Um, there was some ministry going That's on right. there that mm-hmm. we were going to try to be involved in and see what we could get uh, get yeah. moving. And so, and then you know, over the years, uh, different opportunities. I, I, I was counting the other day. I think I've done ten or eleven wow. um, overseas trips, and then yeah. different ones here in the country. Speaking that of we've Nicaragua. Done. 
Did you take that little plane out to the island? Yeah, to the corn, little corn island. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, such a, yeah. That little plane I thought was going to drop out of the sky, man. Yeah, yeah. And literally, when the lady <laughs> got on and she had her groceries in one hand and a chicken in the other, it was like, <laughs> "All right, this is her live this, chicken. Yeah, 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 live chicken. Get yeah, taking it to the I got island." On that it was plane, pretty, it was and they took fun. off and he's going, like it was barely standing up. I'm thinking, "Oh, we're going to die, man." We're going. Luckily, didn't fly too far, too high with the water. I said, "I'm going to die right there because this thing's going down." <laughs> yeah, that and was I, probably one of the sketchiest oh airplane my trips. God. I don't think he always had the license to fly. I yeah. think he was just somebody in the village. Hey, you want to fly yeah. this plane? Yeah, so we went out to the Blue... Was it Bluefields? Is that, that was on the mainland, and then okay. we went to Little Corn Island. Little Corn, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. So we yeah. landed there, and it, it was, what, a couple miles, you think? How far was that? Flight? Yeah, yeah, maybe a mile, I got too. deathly sick. <laughs> Cannot, so sick. Yeah. I was throwing up on the plane. Uh, Man, people... Yeah, it, was, it was like four or five of us on the plane or whatever, they all just scattered away from me. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was horrible, man. Yeah, the the plane bounced the whole time. Oh, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, was, and the the fumes were in everywhere. The yeah. fumes were all around you. It yeah, so, it was. Yeah, I was praying for death. I got yeah, yeah. let us all just die because yeah. I can't do this. It was one of those but third anyway, world. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we third world experiences. I also that got sick in Costa Rica the same way. We took a plane out to. Um, the, through the rainforest of this little tiny village, man. We barely had a, enough landing strip to get a plane in, you know. It was like that small. And, man, I was so sick. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I've been sick in a couple countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember that little yeah. Cornell for, you know, there's a couple things. First of all, it, you know, it was like a little paradise, though. <sighs> I mean, we stayed on this little, um, I don't know, it was like a little shack, but literally yeah. you had a walkway and you were over the ocean. Yeah. And the water was as crystal blue oh as you could. You could see all the way down. And that's what they were doing. They were diving for lobsters. And, right. And they were getting decompression sickness at a higher rate yeah. than anywhere in the world. And right, they were, right. you know, and they I were remember all, that. all that. And yeah. we were seeing if we could get a tank in there, a decompression tank. Anyway. That's right. Um, but I, I remember staying in there thinking, oh my gosh, such poverty and such beauty all hand in hand. Yeah. And I remember when we went out to dinner and uh, and I asked the gentleman, I said, what do we eat? He goes, we eat lobster. We eat a lot of lobster here. I said, okay. like, yeah. But like, how much is yeah. a lobster? And he goes, well, it's only $5. And I thought, $5 for a lobster? That's as <laughs> cheap as you're ever going to I, I said, no, okay, no. I'll have the lobster. Yeah, and when it know. came, it wasn't one. It was two yeah. lobsters for $5. I know, it was right? like, oh, my goodness. It was like but, uh, luxury eating yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and poverty prices. It was yeah. like... Yeah, the, like both worlds just collided there, yeah. and it was paradise, man. Oh, yeah, it was, it was very pretty. As far as the scenery and the water yeah. and the food. But then again, the yeah. people lived in abject poverty. I mean, mm-hmm. it was stark. It was just yeah. so, you know, dirt floors, yeah. little shacks, yeah. tents, just, yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, it, yeah, you know, you see that, you know, you see that in so many places. Yeah, uh, in fact, everywhere we've been, I think we've done 100 outreaches yeah, over, the, over yeah. the 25 years or so, whatever we've been doing them. And we've taken about a thousand people with us on short-term yeah. trips, and you've led probably ten or how many have you been on? Yeah, 10? yeah, ten or eleven outside yeah, our borders. That you but, led. Yeah. So we, we've been all over the world. You know, we, I think we've been in twenty. Is it twenty-three or twenty-five wow. countries? Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, there's the list right there. So in a, it's a couple dozen countries that we've been in, you know, and, you know, we always uh, go with the purpose of how can we serve that pastor right. and that yeah. missionary. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. Yeah, we yeah. want to serve the pastor. We want to yeah. serve his vision. We're not right. there to do what God yeah. called us to do necessarily. Right. We're, yeah. we're called to be a part of what God's doing. And yeah. who better else to partner with than the man or right. the and the woman that are there yeah. that are praying every day for their communities. Yeah. And, and so what do we do? We want to bless them and be a part of what they're doing. And so we just right. kind of tell them, hey, mm-hmm. whatever we can 
can do to help you. And yeah. then, you know, and then they ask us, what can we do? Usually, you know, it's reciprocate. You know, you reciprocate. What, right. what, what do you have? You know, if there's medical people on the team, then yeah. you say, hey, we know we have medical folks. Would that benefit you? And they're like, yeah. you know, and if it does, it, it, you know, we kind of right. dovetail those things together. But it's always, again, with the purpose of serving. Yeah, and we've always um, built the outreach around the needs of the pastor. Like, we've done everything from building a building right. to doing street evangelism to right. doing medical clinics, eyeglass yeah. clinics, or, yeah. you know, Sunday uh, school teaching, for kids. Right? Yeah. Pre- yeah, just, ch- just anything. Uh, yeah, ch- children's outreaches. We've right. done whatever that pastor asked us to do. We would just go right. figure out how to do that, you know. Yeah, and them. so we have a friend in Argentina, Luis Padilla, who yeah. is uh, one of our missionaries. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of over the the area of church planning for the whole country of Argentina. Right. And so he's invited us to come. And so hopefully in November, we'll be going to a city called Tucumán, which is a little over, I think it's a little over one or two million people. So it's a huge um, um, area, a lot of people, uh, but they have no, that they know of, they have no Protestant... um, uh, presence yeah. now they're they're heavily Roman Catholic and right. you know and God but no evangelical yeah, church but at all. no evangelical churches yeah. that that they know of in right. the whole area right and so pretty uh, we're gonna go up there and help him plant yeah. a church and I yeah. think we're gonna do it by tent ministry yeah uh, but there'll probably be a lot of door to door evangelism yeah. and just whatever he needs us to nightly do. crusades yeah. praying for the yeah. sick yeah. yeah yeah I know Luis does that a lot and by the way shout out to Luis and Lourdes Padilla <laughs> we love you guys they're family here man oh, they're, they're journey family yeah. so they've invited you to bring a team down to Argentina, you know, that's a beautiful country too, by the way, man. Argentina is just... Yeah, I've never been there, so I'm excited. Me and Cabe went, uh, back when Cabe was a senior in high school, we spent uh, uh, 10 days down there. And I got sick there too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I got sick. He took me to the dam to go fishing. Uh, me and Cade and Louis, we had a day off. He said, hey, you want to go down to the uh, to the dam, the fish? I said, absolutely. I didn't know it was a five-hour truck drive through the hills. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So anyway, Cade and Louis fished. I slept for five hours. And once I got there, I, I didn't move. Uh, but it's a beautiful country, man. Mountains yeah. and beaches, and it's just scenic. Millions and millions of people. And you guys are going to be planting a brand-new church, which right. among yeah. unreached people, that's just the heart of God. I yeah, think, you know. Yeah. So we're, we're excited, especially yeah. after the last few years where kind of the travel overseas has been so limited because of COVID and all the different yeah. restrictions and those types of things. But now yeah. as we're kind of moving our way out of that, uh, we opened up. We didn't really know even who, if people would go. Yeah. And when I remember asking Luis, I said, look, how big of a team can we get? And he yeah. said, look, maybe 10 or so would be, yeah. Yeah. you know, 8 to 10 would be optimum. And I, I thought, will we even find 8 or 10 yeah. people? And uh, and we had 15 people sign up. I only have to announce it one time. We yeah. had 15 people you, you sign mentioned up. You did it once. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, after kind of a few weeks of, you know, seeing if people were really serious, because, yeah. you know, it's a big investment yeah. and those type of things. Uh, I still have 12 that are ready to go. So yeah. now I'm going to have to, Luis, we need room for 12. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you got to get some but, more bumps, yeah. man. But people are excited to get yeah. back to, you know, to going into all the world, as it yeah. says in Matthew, and make yeah. disciples. What month are you going in? November. You're going in November, yeah. right before yeah. Thanksgiving. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a great trip. Yeah, we were kind of unsure because we haven't uh, led any outreaches in the last couple of years because of the the virus. So we were just like, okay, let's just open the door and see what the Lord does. And man, it, we were all surprised, pleasantly surprised. You know, right. so yeah. we actually added the trip. We're going to be going to India too, yep. October, October. So Al and Hans are leading that trip. They'll be going to uh, support. Uh, the ministry of Santos and Ange, uh, Anjali and their church planning effort. Uh, and by the way, Santos, if you're watching, we love you and we believe in you. Can't wait to get over there and help you some more. Uh, but they plan.
planted 15 churches. Yeah. Man, so uh, Pastor Hans and Pastor Al will be leading uh, a, a visiting trip. It'll be just them two going just to support what Santos is already doing. He's really just, you know, a world-class church planter. So we're excited about uh, India and then Argentina. Right. And then next year, we're going to roll out a few more, you know, right. as the Lord opens the door. So help our people have some uh, international missions experience. And, of course, Andy just got back from Atlanta. Right. Andy led a team of about 25 uh, to Atlanta uh, uh, in a local outreach or a, a domestic outreach. And he's done that now five years in a row. Right. They've gone every year, you know, so uh, across America and now international, we're going to re- be reopening. So this next class part of your responsibility is uh, our big events, our, our um, disaster relief, and our, our go trips. Um, but I want to go back to when we first started doing this together. And that is when we, we came up with the idea of servant evangelism. We didn't invent it. We stole it. Stole it from the guy at Vineyard. Yeah, Vineyard Church. Up Do you in remember his name? India. No. Um, he, he, he's like Stephen yeah. so- Steve Sojourn, I think his name is. Yeah, because it's yeah. S.J. or yeah. something. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm probably butchered. Yeah, he wrote the book. Say. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Well, yes. Yeah. Did he pastor Vineyard in uh, Ohio or somewhere? Yeah, in I think it was up in either that or Indiana, one of those two yeah. places up Anyways, there in the Midwest. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. I think it was Cincinnati, if I remember right. Yeah. Anyway, he, he wrote a book called uh, what was it called? Something. Certainly like, evangelism. Yes, yeah, what it was. Yeah. So you gave it to me, and I said, I mean, "This is a, this is just like us, man," because he he thought like us and he planned like us. I said we could do this yeah. because basically it was sharing the gospel just by doing acts of kindness, simple acts of kindness, and yeah. like man, we could do that. I mean, it's yeah. just our nature let's just do it formally because we do it anyway right let's just get the whole church to do it with us so we just uh we came up with our own name we called it summer of service yep that's when we were much younger yeah and we would do it like 10 <laughs> weeks in a row yeah yeah we yeah we do yeah we would literally do it eight weeks in a row uh, we no, would have every a different saturday event. bro we would do summer of service and we do it all yeah. now we call it serve day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's pick out one Saturday. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. go serve because you know we're we got to just face reality. You know, so right. we have a serve day. Um, now we're recording this before serve day, uh, so it'll be broadcast after serve day. Uh, but tell us, tell everybody what we're doing for serve day this year. Yeah. So um, last year we we partnered with. Uh, Two schools, yeah. Abney Elementary, right. and then they call it Little Abney, which is right. the Abney ELC, Earning Learning Center. Right. And they're just, you know, less than maybe a mile from us. Right. So it's our nearest school. And we just went and asked the principals, is there something that we yeah. could do for you? How can that we would, serve you? Yeah, yeah. What can we do for you? And yeah. they came up with a list of yeah. everything from uh, cleaning yard, uh, the lawn, you know, yeah. cleaning up around, right. weed eating, mowing, those type of things, trimming trees. They had a bunch of courtyards right. in the inside the, the the facility and they asked if we would do something with them and right. so I talked to a bunch of folks and they said hey we could do this we could do that right. uh, they asked us if we could put some walkways in they needed right. some walkways because of different flooding and you did the papers yeah, and stuff yeah. yeah and they just gave us ideas and we came up with some ideas and yeah. in the end yeah. uh, I think we had about a hundred people show up wow. last year and they just we just kind of descended upon the facility like ants and yeah. we just you know blessed them but we so we did that outdoors but up, leading up to that, yeah. um, we adopted a grade. We adopted yeah. their one of their second grade classes, yeah. and every child in the second grade, which was like, I think a couple hundred of them, yeah. um, we bought all their school supplies. Wow. So we the, the church, you know, we just presented before the church, and they just started dropping off yeah. stuff. There's a lobby full of school supplies yeah. right now. Right. Yeah. And so we 
did that again. And then the other thing we did is we wanted to be a blessing to the teachers. So yeah. we took their area that they're to go in, the teacher's lounge, and yeah. we just stacked it full of snacks for the whole year. So yeah. we bought all kinds of supplies, put it in the closets and in refrigerators and everywhere, yeah. and just trying to be a blessing to, to those folks. And so we thought it worked so well last year. Maybe we'll do that again this year. And, and there's so, a new principal this year? Or was she there well, last year? Yeah, so the old principal was leaving, and Miss Sanders is now yeah. the new principal at yeah. Abney, and then Miss Troyer is over at uh, Little Abney. Right. And so they're actually brand new principals. Last year were both of their first time. Yeah, right. So they were in a huge learning curve for themselves. Yeah. Now they've kind of got a little bit better handle on what's going on, and so when right. we approached them, they said, yeah, would you be willing to do these things? Yeah. And so that's yeah. what we're going to do again come yeah. this so Saturday. So this coming Saturday, yeah. or if you're watching this later, last Saturday, right. yeah, <laughs> we were at, at Abney doing you know, our service our serve day yeah you know yeah. and uh love the t-shirts maybe cajun put a picture of the t-shirt up uh we got a cool t-shirt that uh that you guys yeah. designed yeah, for i should have wore it i didn't think about it man it looks yeah. so cool you should have worn yeah. it i wore it yesterday yeah. So yeah, you did. that's right it's gotta be washed yeah you know, i got a whole box of yeah. under my desk and but, it's yeah. bright what color is that is that it, orange yeah, tangerine it's like a bright or orange yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's beautiful and with serve day and a little smiley face and journey on the back uh so everybody that comes out is gonna get a t-shirt that day right yeah yeah, yeah. so it'll be a fun day for uh yeah all of us to be together. But it's a great way to mobilize yeah, people and remind us. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we, we talk about when we first started, yeah. you know, some of those early projects were yeah. handing out water. I mean, I we, we literally, we handed out, I was going to try to figure out how many waters are on a pallet of, yeah. you know, cases of water. I did the math last oh, really? year when, when the uh, convoy dropped off that pallet. I don't remember what I counted, man. Yeah. So it was, it was in the thousands, I think. Yeah. 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 So if I remember right, yeah. we would hand out, you know, 10,000 waters. That yeah. was the goal. That's hand out right. 10,000 waters yeah and so we would stop at strategic intersections very right. populated and um as soon as the lights would flip and it was yeah. safe enough we would just descend upon yeah, yeah each car ask give you know hey that free cold water and they were all iced up they were all yeah. nice and cold and give them a card saying god loves you those type of right. things and people try to pay us too remember oh yeah all the time yeah right i'll take it for a dollar and it's free we want to give it yeah. to you yeah yeah and we really wondered you know what kind of impact that yeah. it that it would have and I, i've told this story probably many many times but yeah. uh, I remember the so the first weekend we did it we were out there uh, I think we were at the corner of uh, gauze and and in the, the interstate you know yeah. as people were getting off and yeah, on I and, yeah just because we could have 20 people there handing out so many different waters right. anyway I remember we just you know you're just kind of in give mode you know you're right. just doing it and you know after a while you're saying hi right. to people but it happens so fast you don't, right. you don't, have, you don't have time for conversations so anyway right. A Sunday morning that we did it on a Saturday. Sunday morning, I'm in the parking lot and uh, um, I'm oh I'm at the front doors and people are par- coming in to park at the church and a, a young lady she gets out of a car and I see her coming up towards the building and we kind of make eye contact and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden her arm flies out and she shouts you and I and I'm looking around like you who you know who, who oh, are you what? talking to and she goes you you you're the reason I'm here today and it was like oh wow okay and I said so what's going on she goes. You gave me the a water yesterday at the corner of I ten and Gauze when I yeah. was getting on the interstate. She goes, and I thought, who does this? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of church just stands at the corner and gives out waters? She yeah. says, I thought, if a church will do this, what kind of church is this? She said, yeah. so I came today. Yeah. So I came and it was like, wow, yeah. that was pretty. You know, what a story, to have an bro. immediate kind of reaction yeah. of what you had done the day. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, and I think we were locked after yeah. that. We were just yeah. kind of yeah, we yeah, did that for 
for years. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a long time. From the summer. You know, yeah. we did things like uh, laundromat quarter feeding. Oh, yeah. Remember, we, we'd, we'd go to laundromats and just wash people's clothes for them. Yeah, Not yeah. actually wash them, but pay yeah. for it yeah. while they wash clothes. We did, uh, did we do a gas weekend? Yeah, we, we paid down gas? the first $10 of gas. That's, for, that's back when gas was affordable. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays, <laughs> it's like, you know, you get a sniff of the whiff, you know, a whiff of the uh, <laughs> gas. two gallons. Back then, it was like a half a tank. Yeah, that actually mattered. made a difference. Yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah, so we did that. We did the free car wash. Lots Remember of free those? car washes. Man, yeah, people yeah. get in line and like, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. getting okay. That was a lot so, of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we bought thousands of popsicles one oh, week. That's true. And we went out to the ballparks. Out to the parks. Yeah. The that ball- was fun, man. Yeah, we did that. It just yeah, I wrote a list of so many yeah. of the different things we did. Uh, yeah. We changed batteries and smoke detectors. Oh, yeah. Uh, we mowed lawns, been. every lawn in the subdivision. Oh, that's true, man. Yeah. Clean the bathrooms for businesses on our own street. We have nothing but businesses on right. this street. And, you know, we put them out in teams and said, okay, you take these blocks and yeah. every business. We said, hey, can we go in and just yeah. clean your bathroom? Knock on the door you. and say, can we clean your bathroom? Yeah. Can you yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we clean your bathroom? Yeah. Wait, can you what? Yeah. yeah. People were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Can they do a free bathroom clean? Yeah. Let's say we, we did uh, oil changes for single moms. Yeah. Um, remember oh, one year you, you gave everybody, every family gave them $50 and said, man, I forgot about that. You figure it out. What do you want to do? Go do something for somebody and bring right. back the stories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so we, yeah, I don't know how much money we gave out. We gave out thousands of dollars, because, um, but fifty dollars at a family. It was ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and people and, just yeah. and we said go and just do an act of kindness. Yeah, and then they would give us the stories afterwards right. on man, what they decided to was, do. It was just overwhelming. It was. It was. Yeah, it was amazing. It was overwhelming. Yeah, it was Remember fun. the time we did the. Uh, Pay it forward. Yeah, we did that many times. In the uh, drive through, whoever's behind you or whoever's in front. How did that work? Yeah, who's ever, yeah, you pay for the guy behind you. Yeah, behind you. Yeah, Yeah. the guy in front of you is already. So whether it was the local coffee shop, Starbucks, or PJs, or, you know, all the different ones, or at the local McDonald's, Wendy's, you just, hey, I just want to pay the guy behind me. I got lucky because I had a a minivan full of kids behind me. It was like like $38. (laughs) Man, I got in the line at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but hey, whatever behind you, you know. Yeah, yeah so I'm trying to yeah. think. Um, so oh, many. we also prepared lunches for all the first responders. Remember, for the city, of, the sheriff's it. department. We went to every firehouse. Yep, and and and, 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 and the sheriff's department and the yeah police stations. We, and we did that. Department. We went to the hospitals and gave nurses cookies. We did. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and then a couple years ago, a few years ago, before COVID, we actually adopted a whole entire block. 16 houses. Oh, that's right. And um, we, we did repairs. Yeah. Too. We, we sent them a letter in the yeah, mail saying, right. hey, this is what we'd like to do. Come right. to your house. If yeah. you have any ideas of what we can do maybe for your house. Right. You, you know, can we cut your grass? You need a tree taken down? You need a fence built? Whatever it is. Right. And then uh, personally, we, we walked to every house and, and had a that's conversation true. with the, the homeowner. Yeah, we covered every house yeah. on the block. And then uh, and Man. then that Saturday, we kind of, again, descended upon it and mm-hmm. did something for every house on we the block. We were cutting their grass and yeah. weed eating and fixing roofs and yeah, putting doors. pavers down yeah built Door. wooden fences mm-hmm. yeah we did repairing doors yeah, yeah. man yeah. so many good memories man yeah yeah uh, 22 years of you know uh, summer of service and now serve days right yeah. yeah so many good memories so many good people and man what a way just to reach the community you know jesus said that if you give a cup of cold water in my name right that the Father in heaven, Father in heaven, notices. You know, you know. I just think it doesn't have to be a world-changing event. It could be as simple as a cold bottle of water. Right. I know one of the stories that Luis tells uh, when they, when he and his team were just planting the campus on the West Bank, they did a water day on Saturday and they spent all day giving out water. And uh, one family rolled up at the red light and Luis knocked on the window and the guy said, "I don't want one." And the wife said, "No, take it." So he put the window down and he took it, the bottle of water, 
and they got into a conversation. Well, it turned out that family just lost a child mm. through a disease, and they were just devastated. And Luis was able to just take that family and love them. They, they became part of the church planning team right. and stayed with them. They were in the military. They stayed with them until they got transferred to another location. But all through a bottle of cold water, right. it turned into a two-year ministry relationship, you know, where God was able just to do so many cool things in you know, people's lives. Yeah, I think that's, you know, you think about why why do uh, random acts of kindness or, yeah. you know, those type of things. Um, I, but it's very, Jesus, that's what Jesus did. He, did. he You know, he, as he moved from town to town, he was yeah. just ministering to needs. Yeah. And so many times it was just a physical need because sometimes you can't get to... Uh, the spiritual man, right. until you reach something physically yeah, in their right. lives. Well, so. one of the gospel writers said that he Jesus went about doing good. Right. Yeah. He didn't describe it. He just said he went about doing good. Right. You know, like he healed the sick, or you know, the woman caught in the uh, act of adultery, or you know, he stopped the funeral procession, and you know, sometimes he just uh, uh, prayed for the sick, and you know, he, right. he was always doing something, something you know, to add value to people. And to, I, I think that's been one of our strengths as a church as a whole is we've never really thought that it was all about just telling people to come into the building. Yeah. We've always had that mindset that yeah. you, you got to blow out of the four walls that people yeah. gather in on a Sunday because the church is, is the people and yeah. the, we're not in this building all, but maybe a couple hours a week. Right. And so we need to be God's people. You know, John, John 13 says, uh, Jesus says, and you'll, they'll know you are my disciples yeah, by your love, love for one another. So yeah. those random acts of kindness yeah. are, that's the display of God's heart to people it in really a very is. tangible way. And we've been blessed at Journey for 25 years because we haven't had a great building to stay inside of anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we've been, and we've been around. We've been yeah. at a storefront most of our time, you know, which right. it seemed to be God's plan for us. So we've kind of been compelled to go out, you know, which right. is a great verse, go out into the highways and compel those to come in, right. you know, yeah. for, yeah, you know, that the, that the, um, that the celebration may be full, you know, that the yeah. party could be, you know, filled. And I think that's probably the heart of, you know, God is, you know, not just getting people to come into the building, but getting us to go to, right. to people, you know, yeah. go with all the yeah, world. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and so we have a you know we have this opportunity coming up this weekend, but again, although it's it's kind of focused that one day of the year right now. Yeah. Um, it's really to kind of remind us that there are opportunities, yeah. you know, all around us. If, yeah. we, if we just look for them, if we will just yeah. take them. Yeah. And in a bit in a society where we're just moving so fast, yeah. it's hard. You know, you have to tell yourself right. almost, hey, stop, slow down. Right. Here's somebody that's in need. Or, yeah. you know, you see something and you think, okay, I, I could actually maybe help in this yeah. in this area. And one of the one of the greatest things I think benefits of the service day is all the relationship that's built while you're sweating together yeah, that's true yeah. you know out there yeah, yeah. moving pavers or weeding gardens or whatever you know you just you know are doing life with other believers you know right. i think it's just such a powerful bond that you make with people you yeah, know definitely. and serve day is a powerful powerful outreach man i'm just excited about it so man there's uh so many so many things that uh that's you know yeah. Just going on uh, at the church over the years, I think, that we can celebrate, you know, and whether it's a serve day, giving out a bottle of water, or planting a church in a foreign country. 
Right. One yeah, definitely. is just as important as the other. You know, God can change a life with a bottle of water or with a brand new church plant, you know, and yeah. uh, and in your role now as our outreach pastor, you know, not only are you doing serve day, we got big events, we got foreign mission trips, we call them go trips, and of course, disaster relief. You know, we're always looking for new ways to get people engaged yeah. in the, the in ministry and you know right. going to the nations or the, the neighborhoods in this case yeah definitely. all right anything you want to add before we wrap it up no, i think i think we've covered a lot of it Man. um but yeah I, I would say um just kind of what i was just talking about we hear there are just opportunities around us every day yeah um you see somebody you know i was i was uh in new orleans i was coming back over the bridge and i saw a, a car pulled over the side of the road and i thought maybe i can help yeah so you know so i get out I walk up to the guy and he said, man, I just ran out of gas. And it was like, you know, and I thought, okay, so here's, here's the dilemma. Do I take the next, you know, cause you're gonna have to drive into slide down. They're going to get right. on the bridge, go all the way back over, loop right. back around. Right. And I thought, okay, so this is, this is an hour and a half investment right. or do I just go? And, yeah. and, you know, and the whole, you know, if you listen to the Holy Spirit, he tells you pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know, so, right? so it's like, Hey, get in the car, you yeah. know? So we go, we get yeah. a gas can, we get gas, yeah. you know, we loop back around, we make it around and, you know, and, and so what do you have? Basically you almost have a, a gentleman that's almost captive. Actually, yeah. he was captive with me for, you know, for a good hour. Yeah. And it was like, we just got to talk about life, about, yeah. you know, who he was, where he was from, what was going on in his life. You know, did he go to church? You know, we talked about yeah. everything, Yeah. And, you know, and then in, in that moment of time, God has the opportunity just to, yeah. you know, to reach our heart. Yeah. So. so we have some formal opportunities at, as a church, but right. the Holy Spirit gives us opportunities as believers every day yeah. to yeah, do definitely. serve days and to help, help people right. pay that guy behind his coffee bill or, you know, help somebody get gas or, you know, feed a family that's hungry. There's always an opportunity because I believe the father in heaven takes note. Even oh, when we give a cold, glass of water in in, yeah. in the name of the disciple everything's valuable so yep, definitely well man i've enjoyed talking to you i appreciate it i'm excited about serve day coming yeah, up yeah. Our, well, that we just had yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's great gonna, i know gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh if you'd like to get involved with us here reaching out uh pastor ken leads our go trips which are international trips uh and some domestic he also oversees our uh, response to disasters uh, with hurricanes, which may be coming soon, we're in hurricane season. We hope not, but yeah, we're 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 what's the word? We're um, perched. What's the word I'm looking for? We're our, we're ready. Yeah, I hope <laughs> Whatever so. Whatever that we are, you know what we have that we've never had before? We have a warehouse. You know, we have like a three thousand square foot warehouse, or maybe bigger, that we can stock full of supplies now, which we did last year. Yeah, and we you know, we responded to that disaster. So not only are you doing go trips and disaster response, you're also doing big events like we just had the big crawfish boil, and now you're leading a serve day. So yeah, get get connected here and. Uh, get involved with what God's doing here at Journey. So thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. It's been a wonderful day. Well, thanks for joining us uh, here on Stories I Didn't Tell last Sunday. Uh, I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, conversation today about servant evangelism. If you're new to Journey, uh, check us out at jf.church. You can also download our uh, church app. Uh, Go to your app store, type in Journey Fellowship Church in the search bar, download it. Uh, It is absolutely at our expense. It is chock full of information and resources, past sermons, small groups, 
how to get connected. Lots and lots of ways. You can read the blog. You can follow the podcast. Lots of uh, resources to help build your faith all on uh, the Journey app. And if you're living local here, come visit us on a Sunday. Uh, we're in Slidell, Louisiana. You can find driving directions on the app or on jf.church. But for Journey Fellowship Church, I'm Doug McAllister. And thanks for joining us and stories I didn't tell last Sunday.